1: Are the
2: Super Bowl 42 champions. When
3: this happened, you talked about it on The Fan.
2: They knocked off the Mighty Patriots 17 to 14.
3: When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the Free Odyssey app. All right, TK back on The Fan. It is 104. What's going on? What's good? 877-337-6666, number, another hour of us, and then Cartman Roberts taking over. A little criticism, or I should say more uh, controversy. Did Evan Roberts step over the three-point line? <laughs> this video. Uh, Carton's back a day and a half with that. He's just busted his chops already. Did you see the twice. video of Evan yeah. trying to make the, the layup, the foul shot, and the three-pointer in 30 seconds? And... Eh, you know, it's uh, he had to have connected a little bit on the of layup. everything here. He had to have connected on the layup. Oh yeah, he definitely made the layup, no doubt. All right, so I've got the uh, little little shift in odds here for the Jets of the Super Bowl. The Jets actually massive. I mean, this doesn't happen after the NFL draft. I mean, or or re, I mean, this is this is a big shift. The Jets have gone from plus three thousand to win the Super Bowl mm-hmm. back on March third. Today. Plus sixteen hundred, mm. almost sliced in half.
2: Yeah, yeah. Shorter odds. Shorter odds. With, I mean, it's still very unlikely. What's unlikely? That they're That they, winning, get it or that they win win the Super Bowl. Why? Because I mean, the AFC is tough, bro. Okay. I mean, they got to get out of the. They got to get out of the division. Now, is Who that doable? About the division, I said, is, is it
3: doable? Yes, it is doable, but it's a tough road. It might be the weakest division in the AFC. Mm. Honestly, it went from being maybe the toughest. Do I think maybe the weakest? Depending you, upon what you happens you with Lamar. Okay. So, Lamar and the Ravens, that's a huge variable. If he's gone, that changes that dynamic clearly. Steelers rebuilding. I think the Browns are going to be a lot better. First of all, Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson the whole season. So, I think the Browns last year will not resemble the Browns this year. I, I know the Chiefs are amazing. I know the Chargers will be better. Yeah. Uh, I know. The Raiders, they got a couple of defensive pieces and a decent quarterback. They'll be competitive. So, I don't think the AFC West is a joke. The Broncos are going to be better with Peyton. They have a coach. Yeah. Uh, and I think that the Dolphins quarterback situation, very much unresolved. And I think that the Bills have peaked. And I'm not I worried
2: about the Bats. I can't I can't say the Bills yet have peaked. I need to see them again. I think last year was a... There were some things going on clearly because Stephon Diggs is, I mean, chirping like he wants to be traded, like he wants to get out of there. Mm. I don't, I mean, probably not because the grass will not be greener for him, wherever, unless he goes somewhere that has a great quarterback. The grass is not going to be greener for him. I know he was frustrated by the lack of targets, even though he was targeted a lot in the Super Bowl. But I, I have to wait and see what the Bills, before I say that they're, that they're, they also lost their the D.C. We, we
3: talk about Brian Dable the year before. Yeah. Leslie Frazier's gone.
2: Yeah, A complete overhaul in the staff. It, that's a little bit of an odd. Yes. Unless there's something else health-wise. I mean, who knows? It's personal, I'm sure, but it was just odd. The yeah, timing was. of it was odd.
3: And it was, what, a uh, week and a half or we so can, ago, we can maybe. Go.
2: Yeah, we a week and a yeah. half ago or so, and then he decided to step away, Leslie Frazier, so they're going to have to have a new defensive coordinator. And, and look, Dolphins, I think, are also in on the Aaron Rodgers conversation and probably in on the Lamar Jackson conversation as well. I don't so, think
3: they are. By the uh, way, if you're going to be in on Rodgers, you, you, you got to get going now mm-hmm. because free agency coming.
2: Yeah, I so know. So if well, you want Rodgers, you, you want still, a quarterback. There's still time. I think, I think no, but the what I'm fact is that he, we haven't heard Rodgers meeting with anyone else Likely means it's still Jets or retirement. Yes, but I also think that a lot of teams were waiting until the deadline, the, this franchise tag deadline, to see where all quarterback situations were, and we'll know in another day or two what they're actually doing. Oh, I see what you. I see are right? saying. Right, so it's just kind of like let's just let's wait, let's pause and see. Because see what about Lamar their urgency, Jones? The urgency doesn't really happen till I'd say Sunday. Right, Sunday yeah, but
3: if you're that interested, and, and granted, it would change Saturday, the, probably actually. Yeah, the weekends it's definitely that's a, when it, that's a when it starts. Of Democrat, All right, who are we talking to?
2: Once we get this yeah. legal tampering period, which happens Monday, who we who are we going after? That that this weekend's
3: going to be very busy for NFL teams This free agency is right around the corner. But here's the thing: the Jets and the Packers had discussions on comp two weeks ago. I know, like you're starting miles behind the race now. Yeah. Some exorbitant but don't you draft think, but package you, can change the Packers' opinion. Yeah, but don't you think the comp is going to be easy? easy? I think it's going to be easy now because yeah. I don't think that everybody says the Packers have leverage. The Pack, This is what everybody's the missing. Packers have no leverage. They have zero leverage. Right. They have to move on. Well, I mean, I guess have too strong, but they want to move on because they need a true answer on Jordan Love to see about the fifth-year option, mm-hmm. number one. Uh, they're tired of jumping through hoops every year with Aaron Rodgers. It's 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 played out. It's played its course. They got to move on, okay. And they and they need financial help. So you get the answer on love. You get the financial reprieve that you're going to get if when when if or when John Rodgers is somewhere else. And nobody else is at the table right now. And I I just I think it's laughable. Like I I see these tweets. Not that that's the barometer, but multiple first round picks. They're not getting one. No, no, they're not. It mean, really, just, people are way off on this Rodgers because stuff. it's
2: just not. It's not enough. There's not enough runway on Aaron Rodgers' career to demand that much. It's not like Russell Wilson or any of these other quarterbacks that that got traded, um, and moved on. Uh, Deshaun Watson is another where you're basically creating your franchise quarterback by trading. for You're not creating your franchise quarterback, for Aaron Rodgers. You're, you have a year or two bridge, so the
3: compensation has to be commiserate to that. All right, let's get back to you. See what's cooking. How about Joe in Howard Beach? What's happening, Joe? How are you? Hello. Nice to talk to
4: you guys. What's up, Joe? There is the mercy rule. It's five innings and 15 runs and seven innings, 10 runs. Are you talking about the 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 WBC? For the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, got it, got it. Yeah, I didn't
3: didn't know what it was. I I surmised that there was one just for the preservation of arms, you know.
4: They showed it on the TV this morning. Got it. I was watching a little of the game.
3: Who are you watching? who are you watching?
4: What? Who? I was watching Panama. It. Okay, they were hitting like crazy.
3: <laughs> okay, it. who they play? Who they, some who, game. Who, who they beat?
4: That Chinese team. I think it was Chinese Lalu. I don't even know. Gotcha. It was the Chinese. Yeah. Okay. But that's the that's the most you will. How was the crowd?
3: It was, was, was it well attended? I mean, could you see on TV? A lot of people there or no?
4: It looked it looked pretty packed. <laughs> it looked pretty packed.
3: Nice. Yeah. There you yeah. Go, yes. Joe.
4: All right. Yeah, Probably right. a lot of noise the,
3: there. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Probably. Chinese Taipei? That's what I thought it was Taipei. I yeah. thought that's what he was getting at. Probably. Yeah, I, I can't
2: I can't find the full schedule for whatever. <laughs> I don't know why I can't find it. It should nah. be easy. I just be find it just can't. Shouldn't be that hard.
3: Baseball. It should. Let's go to Tony in Kingsburg. What's <laughs> happening, to Tony? How are you? Tony's gone. We'll assume Tony's still okay. Mm-hmm. Mitch in Queens. Mitch. Hey guys. What's Thanks happen? for taking my call. Tiki, big fan. Tiki, Thank you, bro. Many years.
5: Um, So I think I have a different take, and maybe this was mentioned before, I don't know. But I think that Daniel Jones, you know, obviously trying to get a big ticket for himself, no doubt. But in the back of his mind, I should say in the forefront of his mind, is he himself realized how much progress he made in this past year with this coaching staff. Mm -hmm. And I think he said to himself and his team, hey, listen, let's try to get what we can get. But at the same time, let's give the Giants some room to... we can go and say, listen, build a team around me, right? I know I need to grow. I know we're not there yet as a team, but we could be in two years. Yeah? We have 11 picks this year. Right? Who knows what's going to happen? And I think that nowadays I would be thinking this way. You know, all these young quarterbacks are, are thinking, you know, Bilicek, Brady dynasty, right? How do we build this, right? And, and at the beginning, you know, obviously Billicheck and Brady weren't the, the team they were at the end. And I can really see this guy, as much as I know about him, saying, you know, listen, let's just work out a deal um, to, to build a team around me and around us, and let's create a dynasty, you know? And as we're getting more details about the deal, right, and we're realizing, well, the Giants did a better job in negotiating yep. and If there's more room. I kind of think that was purposeful on him and his team. You know, I think that he realized he can go somewhere and maybe win a, a championship with somebody else, but if he grew... He spent a couple of years here, you know, and the Giants fans are different than the Jet fans because Jet fans really wanted a Super Bowl, right? Right now, we want Giants fans. We're in a little bit of a better position where we could be a little bit more patient, as yeah. patient as long as we see progress.
2: Yeah, no, right. right. And, could, I think, and I think what you're also saying, Mitch, is and you're right about this. For Daniel Jones to go someplace else, he's—I mean, he's going to be—that would be his fourth coordinator. Right? Because it was it, under Pat Shermer, it was uh, Mike Shula. Right? It was Mike Shula under the Shermer. Then he had Jason Garrett, then Freddie Kitchens, and now uh, Mike Kafka. If he goes someplace else, he's almost fifth coordinator. Well, if he
3: does well, he's going to have another one next year because Kafka's yeah, getting a job. But you know what I mean? Yeah, he he I got his you. Fifth
2: coordinator yep. in five years. That's That's awful. That's just. How can you be successful when you've had that many different situations and scenarios going on? You better you be better smart. Be real you better be smart. You better or you better be real so smart. far above it that you know you could figure it out. I, I honestly think it was best for him to stay here so he could keep getting better. And as I always say, BT, you know this is my I've been saying it for years. My Nobody loved you like your mama, my mama. <laughs> right? Nobody loved you like the team that drafted you. That's true. Even though this or, this this staff didn't draft Daniel Jones. I think the fan base and the mirrors and the tissues in particular came to really appreciate and and love Daniel Jones as a player, and so to go find that someplace else, it's it's easier said than done.
3: It yep. really is. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's really counterintuitive. Now, if you think about, I know it's not the same because one is you know amateur, although that you, know, you get paid nils, whatever, yeah. versus pro sports where you're literally getting paid for for the job that you do. You know, so many of these kids... Here we are, conference tournaments. I'm going over to the Garden soon for St. John's mm-hmm. and, and, and Butler. Uh, and i watch that. And, you know, we'll see what happens. But somebody of these kids, season ends, boom. Transfer portal. Yep. I'm leaving. Not optimal. Not perfect. Not not seamless. Mm-hmm. Not not what I thought. And I just run away from problems. There's something to be said for non-linear success. Where you take some bumps and your bruises. And you come out better on the other side. If you've got... The gumption and the stomach to fight through it, yeah, and you know it, what I mean. And,
2: and I think that's
3: Daniel Jones. That's what I'm saying. 100. That's exactly where I was going. With yeah, that.
2: he. You never felt him frustrated. You never felt him pissed off at the circumstances around all the coaching changes and the t- like, lack of talent around him in the receiving room. Like you never felt it. You never. It, it, maybe he said it personally to I don't know his friends or maybe maybe his agent, but I doubt it. I doubt, I doubt that he was ever dour about the, the bad situation that he was in. And that's a testament to his leadership. It's why, you know, you hear Joe Shane or or whoever is referring to Daniel Jones. I think the giant social media did this. Like, congrats, captain. I think they, they look at him as their leader. Mm-hmm. And so to let that guy walk would have been bad for the giants and i think it would have been bad for daniel jones to be honest yeah, it would
3: me. have broke their spirit a bit you know he, he's revered you could tell by the way the guys you know, were tweeting at him and, mm-hmm. and they they were genuinely and not just because oh, all right he's a teammate i feel yeah. compelled to put a tweet out yeah. there like that struck me as genuine authentic me too happiness which is which speaks to 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 their character but but daniel jones's character as well let's get gary and bedminster what's going on gary what's happening how gary? are you hey,
4: what's up man how are we doing today? right what's up dude Listen, before I get to my Aaron Rodgers, Kink I've been wanting to answer this question for a long time. What's up, dude? Back back when Michael when March was coaching the Rams oh, Mike and March. they had that wide when they had that wide open offense and Kurt Warner was going up and down the field, I had two a Pro Bowl borderline Hall fame quarterbacks say to me that during that time, seventy five percent of the quarterbacks had got the same thing done that Kurt Warner did. Do you agree with that or disagree?
2: What do you mean? Could have got the same thing done? I, I mean, Kurt was so far. We talked about this. It's a, It's a kind of a cliche, but it's it's a football saying, and, and I think it matters for Kurt. He was so far above the X's and O's. So you write on paper, Mike Mart says, this is what we have to do if this guy blitzes and the ball has to go to this player, right? So in order to execute that flawlessly like the Rams did, Everybody had to be on the same page, and the only way it works is if your quarterback is leading all of that. Yeah. in fact, I've, I heard Larry Fitzgerald personally tell me this: he became a Hall of Fame wide receiver when Kurt Warner got there because Kurt Warner helped him be a better route runner, helped him, you know, learn how to find the spaces and zones, all that, all that things that made uh, him so well, um, uh, so good. I think if there's another quarterback, yeah, maybe they have all these weapons and they they make big plays, but they don't process it like Kurt Warner did. And in fact, we know this to be truthful because Mike Martz went to Chicago after he left the Rams, Yep, and he tried to run that same offense with Jay Cutler. And Jay Cutler got his brains beat in because he couldn't get rid of the ball. He couldn't see where the pressure was coming from. Whereas Kurt Warner, he knew. He's like, oh, you're trying to fool me coming off this backside. Guess what? I'm not going to look at you, but the ball's coming out of my hand. And Azaheer Keem, who's the third wide receiver, is going to catch his slant and go 50 yards. And so Kurt was just, he processed it. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. And he played well in Arizona. Unbelievable. He's a Hall of Famer for a reason. And it's not because he was... An elite, talented, you know, stat stuffing right. byproduct yeah. Uh, of uh, yeah, uh, yeah, no, arm, arm talent, all that. It wasn't it had right. nothing to do with that. He, Kurt well, Warner was I, special. I guess, is the reason he's a Hall I of Famer. W-
4: I guess what the, uh, what they were saying, I guess, is the actual throw that seventy five percent of the quarterbacks in the league, can oh, make of course, those because they
2: were they were five yard throws. You know what I mean? So it wasn't about the the arm talent. It wasn't
3: Dan Marino. No, it, it was nobody saying it that. Was,
2: it was him being on time, getting the ball out to the right place. And letting his guys go do their things, and those—I mean—Marshall Falk was great. They had Torrey Holt, and they were—they were fantastic um, as a team. They were fun to watch. Yeah. there's very few offenses yeah, well, that I'll the... look back on and say, "Damn, that was a fun offense to watch." Kind of like fun. the
3: Golden State Warriors' influence on no doubt. Uh, on the NBA. No doubt. Gar, anything else or no, Gary? Uh, yeah,
4: real quickly. Yep. uh I don't. I don't understand. I'm a Jets fan. I don't understand. I mean, I want. I want. Uh, far of um, not far but Aaron Rodgers myself, but I just don't see the Jets being a quarterback away from contending for a title.
2: Well the challenge will be and appreciate your call, Gary, the challenge will be being as good defensively and prog and progressing offensively. Now this is with Aaron Rodgers and we know that he's got to learn this system, but it's it's a newish system anyways and it's one he's familiar with because of of Nate Hackett. And so I think that I think that um they're not, nobody's a player away or a quarterback away, but they're going to get a lot closer than, than we thought they were going to be without Aaron Rodgers, that's yep. for sure. Got to
3: get a punter, uh, got to get a safety, got to get a linebacker. <laughs> you punter. you oh, I man. can't punter. I can't, man drives me crazy. I just, <laughs> I can't it. watch him All anymore. All year you hate him. He drives it. <laughs> me crazy. I mean, he drives every Jets fan. I mean, the, he's the king of the shank. Yeah, He is. He's the king of the shank. Is he
2: under contract?
3: Is he, yeah, is they he drafted free? him. Oh, jeez. I think maybe, did they take him in the fourth round? No way. Had to be sixth round. Oh, they took that other quarterback, Morgan. What was that dude's name? Yeah, Mor- James. Or- yeah, James. Yeah, Mike Morgan's the old pitcher. I think it's James Morgan. I think that's right. I think man was like sixth or seventh round, but sixth round hit. Yeah. He got to go. <laughs> so if we get a better punter, we'll win the Super Bowl. <laughs> 877-337-6666. Well, last year. He's a free agent after this year. All right, we'll we'll make him a free agent now. He's he's gone. He can't come back. Take you in the fan. We got you till two. That it's Carter Roberts coming up after us. Let him have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by SuperBook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Welcome back to Tiki and Tierney
2: here on WFAN. Just me solo while talking to you as well. 877-337-6666. We'll take your calls for the next half hour or so. BT had to bounce. Why? Because he's going to watch the bouncing basketballs over at the Garden. St. John's is in the 8-9 matchup with Butler at 3 p.m. So he's going over to call that game Uh, The Red Storm app, St. John's Red Storm app, if you want to listen to BT, otherwise it's on TV somewhere, at 3 p.m. But BT is no longer with us for the rest of the afternoon, but I'm talking to you guys at 877-337-6666. Daniel Jones is obviously the topic of conversation, and this $160 million deal that he just signed with the New York Giants to be their quarterback presumably for the next 4 years but realistically they're out after 1 or 2 or even 3 years. So the Giants actually did a heck of a job. Joe Shane notwithstanding, uh, or not uh, Joe Shane on his side of it did a heck of a job and I think Daniel Jones did a heck of a job as well because he ended up getting 35 million dollars in incentives. So if he goes out and performs He's going to get paid even more uh, than we've already talked about. The 82, that's guaranteed. All right, before we get back to your calls, let's get today's daily prick pick, which is brought to you by Superbook Sports, better odds, favorable prices by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely, choose Ramsey Mazda, and by Flag and Anthem. Real clothes for real life. Visit flagandanthem.com. Hoff, you got a pick for us today. I do. So we're going to go to Winnipeg. Uh, Minnesota is oh, traveling hockey. I know it's always hockey with me it's
3: oh, fine.
6: Listen Minnesota's going in at, just to win money line plus 125 they're both neck and neck for their you know that their play, playoff um spots locations whatever they're both in the playoffs but right now Minnesota has been a little bit hotter they've been 8-0 and 2 over the last 10 games Winnipeg, their goalie, Hallebuck, who's going to be in that tonight, has been a little, beginning getting up a lot of goals. So I feel very comfortable. Minnesota Wild,
2: money line, plus 125, just out, outright win. Dove, you know why he goes hockey? Especially when it's just me here? Because he knows there's no way that I can comment at all. Well, same with BT as well. No way. Well, BT tries to comment. He tries. He's always wrong. You know, I'm not even going to attempt to comment. <laughs> well, well I was going to go soccer for you, but I didn't know which way to go. Well, I mean, what is it? There's Champions League today. You could have went Champions League I, I know, but I didn't want to be wrong Champions for the people. Champions League today, Bayern Munich is taking on PSG.
0: PSG, interestingly, is the dog here. This is, you know. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
7: You could spend the weekend doing
0: the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Killing Mbappe and Lionel Messi,
2: Neymar are all on PSG, but Bayern Munich is the best team in the Bundesliga. So PSG, can PSG... channel
4: BT for a second. Yeah,
2: PSG, it, by the way, is three, plus 305. So if you think Paris Saint Germain can win against Bayern Munich in the I think this is the second leg of the of the Champions League. PSG's a good one. Just saying. Go ahead, Dove. He's, He's gonna say enough of this soccer. Get back to Daniel Jones. <laughs> Stop! He, he, it was Hoff who brought up soccer, not me. But when you bring up soccer, I got to talk about it. Also, uh, the the Tottenham Hotspur playing AC Milan in the Champions League as well. Anyways, back to your football calls. 877-337-6666. Let's get Rock, who's out in Long Island. Been hanging for a minute. What's up, Rock? Welcome to the fan.
1: Hey, Tiki. How are you? I'm good, bro. Yourself? Not bad. You know, I I look at it and, and, and I see a lot of people are emphasizing the contract and not looking at the big picture. You know, the big picture is, okay, we get Saquon back. Yep. Okay, and I think they have till July to work on him. Yep, July 22nd to be exact. That's it. And if you listen to the Joe Shane um, press conference, he said straight up, he said, there's a player out there, and I'm not going to mention his name, (laughs) but I look at it now and say, we could afford him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the contract really isn't that bad. I mean, is is, Daniel Jones a $40 million quarterback? We're going to find out.
2: That's right. That's right. He's going to have to prove it.
1: Right. He's going to have to prove it. But at the end of the day, if they were to franchise him, you lost Barkley. Mm-hmm. You're not signing nobody. Just, your salary cap is dead. Yep. So it really turned out to be a good day yesterday for, for Look, the Giants. I, 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 you think you really it, I,
2: I think it was a really good day, especially when you consider – and they, he even said this. 75% of their offense last year was Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. And not exactly. that you're you're going to build upon – you know, them specifically or only upon them and say, All right, we need we need you to do that again. But if you start with that as a base and then you start adding more pieces, or Isaiah Hodgins grows or or you draft a, a top end wide receiver or Daniel Bellinger, who was a really good tight end last year, stays healthy all season and he he turns into a player, all of a sudden the offense starts to feel more dynamic. And and, and I think Maybe that's where the focus up. is. Maybe. Maybe you could bolster the defense. The whole thing is not the contract. Yeah, Everybody's
1: emphasizing the contract. The whole thing is the big picture. We could sign people now. We could bring in the linebackers yes. maybe we need. Yeah, We could bring in a corner and a safety. We are going to become a better team next year. Yeah. Are we going to be the Philadelphia Eagles? Listen, that's going to take some time. Look, sometimes- I understand that. That's going to take some time, but we're in better position signing him to that contract than we were if we
2: franchised him. I, look, I completely agree, Rock, and appreciate your call. I, look, I, I understand why some people can get upset and say, it's just too much. It's not too much. Trust me, in a couple of years, it's going to feel cheap uh, how much Daniel Jones is being paid, especially if he lives up to the ceiling that we're all setting for him. We know that he's an elevator. And people don't want to talk about this because of the numbers that he threw up. That's all they look at because they didn't watch the games. And they say, oh, it's only 15 touchdowns. And, uh, oh, he only did, he only threw for 3,000 yards. But who was he throwing the ball to? They had injury after injury after injury. Wando Robinson, who they drafted to be this dynamic... I want to say gadget player but it's kind of what he was used for in some cases but he, even still he gets hurt after being hurt to start the season he gets hurt and tears his ACL they 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 had so many things go wrong and as a result they had to rely on ladder round picks and Richie James who they who they picked up and Isaiah Hodgins it, those guys got better as the season went on. And, yes, some of it was coaching, but a lot of it was Daniel Jones. you got to give the guy credit. He won a playoff game on the road. And we said this earlier, but it's worth re- restating. It is hard to win playoff games, and it is really hard to win playoff games on the road, and he played fantastic. Uh, yeah, the Philadelphia Eagles are better. They're dominant. They had one of the most dominant fronts front fours uh, in the last 30 years in the NFL with 70 sacks that they had when the Giants played them they got worked over 70 something 75 76 percent of his dropbacks. he was under pressure give the Philadelphia Eagles credit but the Giants are somewhat in a position now uh, to m- mitigate that we'll see what happens let's get Lou who's in Ramsey New Jersey what's up Lou welcome to the fan.
8: Hey Tiki, how you doing? Good to hear you again. I was on uh, the, the the horn with you guys all day and had a chance to listen to Daniel Jones press conference and yeah. I gotta give you and BT credit. You both went, Oh my god, what is up with that conference? <laughs> he was horrible. Yeah, he didn't say the anything. College, I that, well, now that now that he's got himself forty million bucks a year, he's gotta go get himself a speech coach. No, stop, get off of that. He doesn't <laughs> need to say anything. He just needs the ball. <laughs> Tiki, he's got to grow up and be like you. He's got to be a giant. Can you put a microphone in front of him? No, he doesn't. High.
2: You know, look, he's making $40 million a year. He's likely, let's see, that's going to put him <laughs> 82 guaranteed plus a 25. Like, he's over 100 million already in his in his career, and he's still only look, 25 got, years old. Got, he's good, man. He's I good. 20
8: year olds. My 20-year-olds my would do a, letter, a better job in front
2: of Mike. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, but we're not worried about him in front of the mic, Lou. <laughs> you know, uh,
8: you know every now they're going to stick a mic in front of his face every day
2: now. No, That's you're cool. right. No, you're right. You're not You're right. not wrong, Lou. But as long, and appreciate your call, as long as he's coming off the field a winner on Sundays, I really don't care what the hell he says or how he says it. Just be a baller, Daniel Jones. Just be a baller.
3: When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets have acquired... Mike Piazza from the Florida Marlins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app.
2: Welcome back. Tiki and Tierney here on WFAN. Tiki Barber in solo for the last segment. Except for you all. Waiting on the lines at 877 337 66. Obviously, the topic of the day is Daniel Jones's contract. Uh, Four years, $160 million. We've got some more details on it. Uh, It looks like the Giants did well for themselves because they have some outs. But the truth of the matter is we, as Giant fans, all hope that Daniel Jones overperforms this contract. And what do I mean by that? Because it sounds like $40 million a year is a lot. Well, he's only eighth. It's not like he's got the highest paid quarterback contract in the National Football League. He's eighth right now at forty per year. And trust me, after Joe Burrow gets paid, after after I'm trying to think of these other ones, uh, Justin Herbert gets paid, um, Trevor Lawrence gets paid. These guys are going to be making fifty plus million dollars a year. In a couple of years, Daniel Jones' contract, if he plays to the level and better than he did last year. Is going to feel cheap, and by the way, if he doesn't get there, the Giants have outs. They have an out after next year. It's going to cost them a lot—sixty-three on the cap—and but they'll have a ton of cap space. Um, and they definitely have an out after year two. All of his guaranteed money is in the first two years. So, I think Joe Shane did a heck of a job here. And as we stated earlier, and it's it's worth um, I think bringing up again, Daniel Jones kind of had to stay here to go be go try to make it somewhere else. Even if he was getting a contract, a fan base that didn't have an affinity for him already, it's a a tough struggle. It would have been his fifth coordinator in five years. Uh, It would have put him uh, in a situation that he was unfamiliar with. He would have had to start over. Daniel Jones almost had to be here uh, for him, for Daniel Jones. Now he can grow under a system and a a coach and a coordinator who he's got a lot of trust and uh, last year's had success with. It just This just made sense to get done. I know it went down to the last minute and that kind of made people nervous inside and outside of the Giants locker room uh, or clubhouse, I should say. And, but I'm glad it got done because I think it's best for all parties. Jim is in Bordentown. What's up, Jim? Welcome to the fan. What's up, Deke? First time, long time. How are you? Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. It's awesome.
8: Um, so a couple
6: of points on the contract. So first off, I maybe I'm mistaken, but I'm reading that the guaranteed number is 82 to like 94 somewhere in that range. Yes, that's Am right. I wrong on that? No, that's so right. I mean,
2: like that I, that means what I what I read that as cuz I haven't fully seen it. What I read that as is that part of his incentives. You know, you heard there were $35 million in incentives. Yeah, I that, correct. so I could that jack mean, it up to like 195. Yeah, so 10 million or so of that are likely to be earned incentives. So think of okay. so it's probably, you know, 16 starts, you know, you play the major, whatever it is, you know, those things that are going to happen as long as he's healthy.
8: Totally.
6: Um, and I think I was agreeing with everything you were saying before I got on, which is you hope he blows this contract out of the water and yes. that you don't have to worry about it. But then at the exact same time, if you are in a position where, you know, he underperforms, that is a very manageable number. And as far as the fans that are saying that, like maybe you reached or whatever, I was talking with somebody about this and I feel like Dayball and Shane, they had a free out this year yes. where if they wanted to go draft somebody and start the whole process over, they, they got themselves an extra four or five years yes. built in it's after so winning. So it's why so would true. you why would you tie yourself to Daniel Jones? And if he fails, they're fired. Yes. So why would you tie yourself to somebody you didn't a thousand percent trust? So I think in all parties, like, you got to trust these two. They took. I know they have some talent but they took a ragtag bunch of players to no, won right. nine games
2: this year. No, you're so, right. And he, by the and by the way, I I don't love the options coming out of college this year. And so Anthony Richardson, he's a project. Hendon Hooker, he's also he's a project and that's likely where the Giants could maybe reach to. Uh, CJ Stroud maybe he's the one uh, uh, you know, no doubt potential star in this draft. But Bryce Young, who I who I really like as a college player, he's tiny. He's my size. I mean, he's literally he my will size. That would be a way, yeah. Right. So when
6: they say, when they talked about his uh, height and yep. weight and everything at the combine, it was, it was crazy. Yeah,
2: he's 5'10", 204 pounds. And uh, we saw we, we talked about this at the top of the show uh, today. And appreciate your call, Jim. Thanks for being a first timer here. Um, two sub two ten quarterbacks are very very rare, mainly because they don't stay healthy. And there's been three of them. One was Lamar Jackson, um, and that was really because of his his rookie or his uh, second season when he won the MVP. Uh, but he's even had injury issues. So you could say he's made it. Michael Vick was a sub two ten guy, uh, but it's really only been three in, in NFL, you know, recent NFL history. And so guys that are little like that, you just worry because of the pounding that you take. Now I know that this has been legislated out. Of, of quarterbacks, but a lot of these guys are running quarterbacks now, and once you tuck that football and get past the line of scrimmage, you're a running back. You're going to get hit. Daniel Jones took some hits, but Daniel Jones is 6'5", 225 pounds. You're not, you're not necessarily worried about the pounding he's going to take, and I think he's going to continue to evolve into a good player. Let's get Sal who's in Franklin Square. What's up, Sal? Welcome to the fan.
4: Hey, Tiki. What's up? All's hey, good, fan. man. Thank you. Uh, I got two questions. One, uh, could you see uh, a potentially um, Buffalo making an offer for Barkley and surrendering their two first-round picks you
2: know, because I, they're I, pretty I, close. Yeah, they are. I doubt it be- only because you've seen Buffalo really the last couple of years not be overly dependent on a run game. It's just, under Dable, it wasn't a big part of their system. They used their running backs, receivers, etc., but they didn't need a marquee player at running back, and they just drafted James Cook from Georgia a year ago. So I, I I doubt that the Bills are a trade partner for, or not even trade partner, but an acquisition partner uh, for Saquon Barkley. But here's the thing and, you know, if what you're asking, though, Sal, is if, if somebody comes and tries to take Saquon Barkley for two first rounders, I don't think the Giants are matching. I think they'll take the first rounders, as much as that would suck for us and you know the organization for what Saquon means. He is also one of the leaders and captains, etc. And his rebound, his comeback year last year was was outstanding, and part of the reason that the Giants had their success, especially early. But I I think the Giants would would let him go and take the first rounders as opposed to holding on to Saquon Barkley. But I don't think it's going to be Buffalo. To, to answer your question directly, okay. I just, All right. I, just so, I just don't so think that's they, in their they, mo.
4: Okay. All right. So now, if they keep Saquon, how what, how does this sound? Uh, if they go and uh, call up Cincinnati and ask uh, what it would take to get T. Higgins, yeah. and that would be their number one receiver.
2: Yeah. Look, that's that's that, I've been I've been saying that for months. T. Higgins, and the reason I say it, if you haven't heard this, T. Higgins is still under contract. He's still on his rookie deal, and but he comes off of his deal. In 2024, and so he's going to want to get paid, but they still have to pay Jamar Chase at some point. Then 2025, they're going to have to pay Jamar Chase or at least pick up his fifth-year option, which is going to be a lot of money because it's essentially the franchise tag. Uh, They're going to have to pay before that Joe Burrow. I don't know uh, what they're doing with Joe Mixon. He's had a little bit of off-field issues, but he's he's also there. Uh, there's, there, They're just not going to be able to pay all their wide receiver. Tyler Boyd's deal uh, will come up as well. So T. Higgins in 2024, kind of like uh, we saw Tyreek Hill last year, went to the Kansas City Chiefs and said, you can't pay me in a year when I come up, so trade me now and get value. I don't know if T. Higgins does that, but if he does do that and says that to the Cincinnati Bengals, you're not going to be able to pay me in 2024, so trade me now, so that I can go someplace and get paid. I think the Giants are a great landing spot, and the reason is, is because you keep him on his his rookie deal, um, next year, n- meaning next season, the twenty twenty three season, and twenty twenty four. The Giants have a hundred plus million dollars in cap space, so it just really feels like it's the perfect scenario. I just don't know if it's going to actually, you know, come to fruition. Uh, we'll see. Pat in Branchburg, New Jersey. What's up, Pat? Welcome to the fan.
6: Hey, Tiki, how you doing? Long-time uh, Giants fans. I just want to say thank you so much for everything you provided to the organization.
2: I appreciate you, bro. Thank you for calling.
6: Yeah, Of course. Uh, my only question for you, uh, it was a great day yesterday here in the Daniel Jones extension and the yep. tagging of Barkley. Um, before the start of free agency, the 14th next week, what do you think the likelihood that Shane, how aggressive he would be to try to nail out an extension for Barkley as well as restructure of Leonard Williams and yeah. also get to extend? To uh, Dexter Lawrence and Julian Love, and try to get them under contract. For yeah, him
2: I, I, so I, it's going to be interesting with Julian Love because I think that one's going to ha- wait until free agency happens. So the legal tampering period, which is the 13th, so it's Monday. They can actually start signing the deals, which we'll hear about on Monday. But they can actually start signing them on Wednesday. I think Julian is going to be one of those that that the market's going to be the arbiter. Right? They're just gonna they're gonna see what see what people are throwing at him, and if they're throwing. $10, 12000000 million per year at Julian Love, the Giants are not going to sign him. But if it's around six or seven or eight that he's looking at in free agency, I think the Giants will try to work a deal with him. But it's not their priority. Um, I honestly think you know the, the the priority is is Lawrence is Dexter Lawrence to try to get a longer term extension. He said this even in the press conference. If you get a long term extension with Dexter Lawrence, you can spread it out because of because of the signing bonus and it it prorates and it gives you cap relief. Right now he's counting twelve million dollars plus or so against the cap. If he can reduce that to you know three or four this year against the cap, it just gives you more flexibility to do things in free agency. So I think Dexter Lawrence is number one. Saquon is is on the back burner. I know that him and his agent kind of uh, had a, not a falling out, but a, they just hit loggerheads on their contract. That's why he got the franchise tag. Um, but there's, there's a lot of moving parts that are happening with Joe Shane. But I do know this, because I heard this in the press conference that we covered earlier today, he still feels – that they are in a little bit of cap purgatory. Now, they have space, and they can do things. They can sign the guy for $2 million, as he, as he alluded to, as opposed to going for the league minimum guy. But I still, they still see themselves as having to be prudent with their cap. They can't just be reckless and go sign whoever they want because that's the guy I want. I love that guy. Wink Martindale comes in and says, I love this dude. Let's say Eric Kendricks is an example. I love Eric Kendricks. Go get him for whatever it costs. Uh Joe Shane's gonna say, no, nah, that's not gonna work. We gotta get the guy at the right price for us, for our cap right near right 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 now. Um, you know, these conversations after next season in twenty twenty four, I think they're a little bit different. All right, let's get over to the Jets. Eric over in Clifton. What's up, Eric? Welcome back to the fan. What's up, dude?
8: Good afternoon, Pete. I'm glad
2: that it's just you and I. Now we can get some jet hate going. So, uh, I, I, I got to tell you, man. Right, by the way, let me ask you this, Eric, because you're, you're a Raiders fan. And it sounds like the Raiders are out on Lamar. Who, who do you want out there at quarterback?
8: Uh, well, if it were up to me, I would actually take a knee every play for the next year or two and get Caleb Williams because I am a USC homer, but <laughs> I watch every snap of USC football. Yeah. And this kid is a real deal. I feel like I'm watching Pat Mahomes.
2: Yeah. He when is going to be special, I think.
8: When you've watched as much UP USC football as I have the last 10 years and you got this kid, it's like, I mean, I, I've been driving a Pinto for 20 years and now I got Ferrari and I'm just, I don't want to let it go. Yeah, so I hear you. I, I
2: hear you, but he's coming um, out next year. You know that for sure.
8: Yes. I also think the Raiders are in a position... Like, I don't want Rodgers. I think they, they need to go get him, but I don't want him. But Whatever they're going to do, they're going to do. My guess is they'll try to make him for Matt Jones or Garoppolo, somebody that he knows. Yeah. Uh, with regards to the contract for Daniel Jones, listen. Giant fans, don't listen to these Jets Because the Giants developed Phil Sims, The Giants developed Eli Manning. Stable developed you know, Josh Allen, who went backwards without him. The yep. Jets, I mean, have developed nothing in the last 20 years. They shouldn't
2: be allowed to draft a quarterback in the first round for the next 10 years. Well, I, Yeah, and Eric, call us tomorrow, please, because we run out of time. We're up against a break here, but appreciate you, brother. Look, the Jets can't draft a quarterback, so they need a veteran. That's why Aaron Rodgers is so interesting, because they need to find a way to win. I thought that's why Derek Carr made more sense But you're right. They can't draft a quarterback. We'll get more into this Aaron Rodgers-Jets situation. Sounds like it's Jets or retirement for Aaron Rodgers. We'll see. I'm sure there'll be more developments over the next couple of days, but the Jets have their hands full, Uh, as do you all. Craig and Evan are coming up next right here on WFN, so stick around. Appreciate you all, and we'll be back tomorrow. Peace.